Do you wish there was a way to create more time for the things that matter most? For yourself? For your family? For God? Are you too busy achieving, people-pleasing, or approval-seeking to even make it on your own to-do list? I know what it feels like to spend nearly every waking moment at work or thinking about work with no time or energy left for yourself or your family. I know what it's like to want more time alone with God, more time to fit in healthy habits, and more energy to be present with my family. I know what it's like to not feel worthy of setting boundaries around my time. Imagine if there was a way to be effective and productive while creating more time for the things that matter most. That's why I created the Boundaries Coaching Power Hour, where I teach you how to identify the barriers that are standing in your way of setting boundaries and finding time freedom. You'll be able to plan and prioritize your week in a way that aligns with your core values and allows you to be effective, productive, and consistent. You'll walk away with a plan to grow in the knowledge of how God sees you so that you can feel confident setting healthy boundaries that create better work-life balance. So if you're ready for a customized plan based on your unique lifestyle and priorities to start setting boundaries that create time freedom as a busy professional woman, a plan that comes with support and accountability, now's your chance. Go to Calendly.com forward slash coaching with Tanya. That's Tanya with an A, T-A-N-Y-A. Select the Boundaries Coaching Power Hour. Again, that's Calendly.com forward slash coaching with Tanya. I can't wait to help you discover how to create more time for yourself and your family. Hey friend. If you've been listening to the last several weeks, we've been talking about time management. Well, today is part four in our time management series, and we're going to get a lot more tactical this time. We're talking about the four essential components of effective time management and what a difference they can make in your ability to be productive and present at work and at home. You're definitely going to want to grab a notebook and pen for this one, folks. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but really never felt good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazer, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Okay, I have to tell you. I always thought I was someone that was fairly good at managing my time, but I've discovered that I was not very good at all. 
It wasn't until I really began to inventory my time, identified the waste, and developed systems to plan my week that I discovered what a disaster I had been most of my adult life. When I look back at all the years I spent far too many hours at work and was never able to keep up at home, I realized I didn't have much of a system that would set me up for success. I am learning how very important systems are when it comes to being efficient and productive. So in episode 16, I talked to you a little bit about doing an inventory of your daily, weekly, and monthly tasks and identifying the time needed for them. I also asked you to list out all of the important things you want to be able to incorporate into your week. Time for yourself, time for your home, time for your family, and of course, time for God. In episode 16 and 17, we talked about identifying the time suckers or the quadrant of waste or the so-called, quote, sand in our lives if we look at the analogy of the rocks, pebbles, and sand. The sand is the wasted time in our day that doesn't get us any closer to our goals or priorities. In episode 17, we talked about using Stephen Covey's matrix for time management to identify where we should be working towards spending our time. And that's in the important but not urgent quadrant. This is a quadrant where you're doing things that are important to you to achieving your goals, prioritizing the things that are important, and using your time in a way that moves you more out of the important and urgent quadrant that so many of us otherwise tend to spend our time, especially in leadership. So to kind of recap the previous three episodes before we get into today's content, we need to inventory our time, the tasks we need to do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis, and the time required to do them. We need to identify the things we want to do and that are important to a healthy work-life balance, the things that line up with your core values and priorities. As we inventory how we spend our time, we need to identify the things that we are doing that are not helping us to meet our own goals and priorities, but we tend to do them more out of obligation or approval-seeking. We also need to identify the things we do that are just wasteful. They're time suckers that do nothing to achieve our goals or meet our family's needs. Once we've identified the kind of people-pleasing and wasteful activities, we need to do our best to eliminate the waste and set boundaries around our time to move away from the things that are done out of a desire to please but aren't really essential to our core values, our fundamental needs, or even our work priorities. I'm going to assume that you've begun to do some of that work, and that brings us to today's topic how to effectively manage the time that's needed to meet your obligations, support your family, and care for your own fundamental needs. Well, there are four essential components that I've discovered when it comes to managing my own time effectively. All of these things are geared toward having a plan for your week. Planning ahead is really the key to moving from that quadrant of urgency into the quadrant of non-urgent, but important. It allows you to be prepared and proactive so that you're not functioning so often in a state of crisis and chaos. So the first essential component for me 
are the tools that will allow me to plan ahead. So for me, that includes my digital calendar. Typically, I use my phone, a paper planner, some pretty highlighters, and a really nice pen that's not going to smear. Next, I use time blocking methods. I have a morning routine, a morning kind of household block, a work block, an evening block, and then a nighttime routine. Third, I have routines that are built based on habit stacking. And fourth, I use a project management system. And this can be for work projects and home projects. So just to walk through my process, each week, typically on a Sunday evening, I sit down with my digital calendar, my paper planner, my pretty highlighters, and my nice pen. I have a color code for my time blocks, my early morning self-care routine, and my nighttime self-care routine is green, my morning block and my evening block, which are dedicated to more kind of family and household sorts of things, are blue. And my work block is pink. The early morning and nighttime routines are those things that are just for my own self-care. In the morning, it's my coffee and toast and devotional time. And at night, it's my wind-down time to maybe read a book, take a hot bath, or do my skincare routine. The other morning and evening blocks, like I said, are where I do the things that are necessary for the management of my home and meeting the needs of my family. And obviously the work block is time dedicated to work activities. For most of us who are working full-time out of the home, that's at least an eight-hour chunk of time five days a week. I create colored borders according to my color code around each of those blocks of time, drawing a line where each time block begins and ends. The idea is to then dedicate that chunk of day solely to the tasks that fall in that category. You then commit to complete focus during that chunk of time to the types of activities that go with that block. Next, I take my digital calendar where I've entered all of my required meetings and appointments that are time-bound. I write those with my pen into the appropriate time block. I also write in specific things that I plan to do in my time blocks. And in the margin of my planner, I start making a list of random to-do items that I don't necessarily know when I will do them, but I know I need to incorporate them at some point in the week. I might then pick one of my household time blocks and just write to-do in it as a reminder to check some of those things off the list and do them as I'm able. I mentioned one of the key elements of time management being routines and habit stacking. This is most utilized in your family or your household time blocks in the morning and the evening. That means you're developing systems that become redundant, efficient routines that you don't even have to think about. You do them the same way at the same time every day. For example, my morning time block includes the same set of habit stacks every day. I get up, I let the dogs out, I feed the dogs, I start my coffee and my toast, and while I wait for that, I load the dishwasher. So I'm stacking those habits on top of one another. I do it the same way every day to where I don't even have to think about it. It's just routine. 
Now, finally, my favorite thing for effective time management that I am truly just now learning to really incorporate is a project management system. You can use notebooks, a spreadsheet, or you can use an actual task management system to do this. When I say task management system, I mean things like Trello or Asana, or what is my new favorite discovery, MeisterTask along with MindMeister. These are online tools, and you can get a free version that limits the amount of maps and um, projects you can do. But the idea is that you take all of those multi-step project sort of things that you need to do for work or home, you break it down into all the parts or tasks, you estimate the time needed for each of those parts or those tasks to complete the project, and then you add it all up to get the time required for the whole project. Then you have each project basically outlined, and you draw from that as you have spaces in your time blocks to do project work. So for my work projects, I look at the chunks of my day that don't have specifically scheduled meetings, and I block time for project work within my work block. Now, one of your work projects might even be as simple as going through your emails, but you set aside that time to do that specific project or task work. You focus your attention on that specific work, and you do your best to eliminate or minimize other distractions. As you complete the tasks related to the project you're working on, you cross them off the list. And then the next time you have a time block dedicated to project work, You just go to your list of tasks not yet done and keep working down the list. Once that project work is done, you can move the whole project to completed sort of status. And you have the satisfaction of seeing all of your completed work. This same process could be applied to a project at home. Maybe it's a makeover of a specific room in your house. So you'd list out the main project title or Um, task. So let's say it's make over the bathroom. Under that, you list out all of the tasks needed to start and complete the project. And as you do the project work and each of the tasks related to it, you just mark them off the list as you complete them. Some people keep little notebooks for each type of time block, and they write the tasks that are needed to be done in that specific notebook. Maybe you have a work notebook, a household notebook, maybe a family notebook, and maybe a personal needs notebook. Either way, you create a system that matches your personality and work style. I happen to like kind of colorful, techy, visually appealing sorts of systems. So the mind mapping and the mind meister, or the mind The MindMeister and the Meister task systems are especially appealing to my sort of sensory system. I'm absolutely loving MindMeister and Meister tasks for project management and weekly planning. It's visually so appealing, and it allows for such a sense of satisfaction and organization. So that's basically the gist of it. Again, the four elements that I use and are essential, in my opinion, to effective time management are... Number one, tools that allow you to plan your week. Number two, time blocking. Number three, creating routines that are built with habit stacking. 
and number four, using a project management system. And the real key is committing to your time blocks. Eliminate distractions. Give 100% of your focus to the designated time block and then move on to the next as planned. With time, it will require less thinking and become more and more automatic and efficient. Woof, that was a lot of tactical information. But give this a try, friends. It will feel a little clunky at first, but don't give up. Hone it as you go. As the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Well, the same goes for time management. Get a plan. Get a system. Eventually, it will become a well-oiled machine. To be fully transparent, I'm still fine-tuning the machine. Mine is not well-oiled yet, but she is running a heck of a lot smoother than she was before. This has already helped me to have less anxiety and be more productive in my day. Plus, I walk away with a greater sense of satisfaction when I see all the things that I successfully completed. So I'm going to leave you with that. But remember, until next time, be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a written review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. You can find the link to the group in the show notes. Or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.